Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home. I am your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and today's topic is where are millennials moving to? And this topic came out because of a study that I found on the internet by the National Association of Realtors, and it talks about some of the cities and where millennials are deciding to move to. And what they did is they did a study on some of the major cities in the United States, what the millennial population was, and then how that population has grown. So this is a study that was done in the year 2017, and obviously takes a while to put that data together, but I thought it was pretty interesting, some of the cities, and want to analyze a little bit of the study, and then also talk a little bit about maybe some of the reasons why they've moved to some of these particular cities in this study. And um, as you know, millennial buyers are one of the largest buying segments in the home building industry, right beside the baby boomers. So we sort of have this sort of group of large group of boomers that are, you know, moving out of their homes and either moving into condos or smaller homes. And you have millennials that are also trying to get their first homes. So sometimes there's some competition over homes over those two groups. Um, And then sandwiched in the middle there, you have the Gen Xers who are a very small group by percentage. So it's it's kind of an interesting dynamic because we have these two very large groups and uh, kind of different but similar needs at the same time. And so there's some competition between that. And obviously as boomers sell, if they have a smaller home that they've been in a long time and they sell it, that's a, that's a perfect home for a millennial. So we're starting to see some of these shifts uh, in, in our housing. But what was really interesting was this study about millennials and where they're moving to, what cities they're preferring to move to. And it seems like there are some that they are just absolutely flocking to. And it's just kind of interesting. So we're going to talk about that and a couple cities on there which are surprising too on that list. So so first and foremost, the number one city that millennials are moving to, you know, based on this um, study is actually um, one of well one of the popular ones was the San Diego metro area, but it's not the actual top destination. But San Diego is one of the preferred destinations at least um, in the past few years, and that makes sense because San Diego is known for having really great weather. It's one of the nicest weather cities in in the world, and um, you know obviously weather is is a big factor for a lot of people, and um, that makes total sense. But one of the, the, the strongest cities, and this is hard to believe, but it's actually Madison, Wisconsin. So in my own state here, in my backyard, at 74.9% um, is one of the top areas for millennials to move to. And, you know, obviously weather is not always great there, but Madison is a very walkable city. It also has really good job growth. It has good employment it's the capital of Wisconsin. There are a lot of government jobs there. And um, the other thing with Madison is that there is a lot of available housing in Madison. So that also makes a difference because, um, you know, you need to have a home, you know, or you need to have a place to live. They have lots of apartments. So again, walkability, lots of restaurants and things nearby, um, lots of things to do within the city. Uh, but more so than that, there are places outside the city where you can buy a home and live and move into so it's also a great place not only to meet you know hopefully your your partner but then also 
you know, settle in and, and, and raise a family and also have a decent job. So that makes a lot of sense. And it, it's kind of surprising because, you know, millennials get the rap of, you know, they just want to have fun and they just want to do all this stuff. And that's not the case because, I mean, this shows that they're moving to a city that, um, you know, they're, they're, they're moving for jobs they're moving for housing and places to live and, and opportunities to further their career. So that's, that's pretty good. So that, that, that's neat. And I'm proud to, to see that in that study. So the second most popular city is New Haven and Milford, Connecticut, and that was very closely behind Madison, and um, not really a lot of data on why they're moving there, but uh, uh, kind of interesting, uh, you know, to go on the East Coast there. And then you also have Syracuse, New York, so that's also fairly high at 73%. And then rounding out that top um, five here, we have Grand Rapids, in um, Michigan, and then Richmond, Virginia at uh, almost 70% there. So those are all some of the higher um, areas that millennials are moving to. And then you have a few other ones. I'll I'll hit them on the list just so you guys can get a full flavor of what's on the list here. Um, Urban Honolulu uh, at 70%. And I mean, who doesn't want to move to Hawaii, right? I mean, warm weather, beaches, all that kind of good stuff. So um, but Honolulu is it's a pretty big city. So, um, you know, I've, I've been there and uh, it's like being in downtown Chicago. So uh, I don't know that um, I, I really love that city myself. But, you know, I think the, the mystique of being in Hawaii obviously has some appeal. And I can see why a lot of millennials would want to move down there just, you know, to be able to say you lived in Hawaii. Um, next on the list is Seattle and also um, Tacoma in Washington. Uh, at 69%. Um, so uh, that that also kind of makes sense. You know, Seattle's always been sort of a trendy area. And, uh, um, you know, there's a lot of tech jobs. There's a lot of uh, uh, manufacturing jobs with Boeing and things out there. So, um, you know, that kind of makes sense to me as well. Uh, and then you have Toledo, Ohio at 69%. That one, I'm not sure what the reason is there. I definitely will want to do some more research on that. That's interesting to me that that's become... Uh, a hot millennial area, but again, maybe it's a housing and employment situation um, more so than anything. Then you have uh, Los Angeles and uh, Long Beach and Anaheim, California. Uh, again, I think you have that sort of West Coast um, big city uh, that makes sense. Uh, it does not make sense from a housing standpoint because it's very unaffordable to live there. Um, so you know, I think it's it's definitely a different type of lifestyle if you move out to there and you're you're looking for that that sort of uh, you know weather and uh, the entertainment and and those kind of things more so than than the living situation. And uh, you have Durham, North Carolina, um, Omaha, and Council Bluffs in Nebraska and Iowa. Um, you have Utah coming up on there and uh, San Diego, San Jose and the Boston area rounding out that list. So uh, pretty interesting as you look at those first few things on there. But again, it's still kind of shocking that Madison was so high. But again, you know, um, you're sort of seeing this dichotomy of either going to go somewhere because there's great job opportunity and great um, housing opportunity to, hey, let's go to this area because it's got, you know, great climate, great weather, and those kind of things. So as as you dig further into this, um, you know, obviously San Diego is interesting because, you know, it has good weather. Um, 
but they they are trying to attract more workers out there so they do have a campaign so that's probably why they're really high on the list um, they're, they're really focusing on STEM, uh, engineering, math, science, those kind of things, technology. And um, they do have a lot of software developers, so that would appeal, I think, a lot to millennials. So there's, again, that job situation there. But the interesting thing is that the housing is, is, is a challenge because only 2% of millennials who moved to San Diego could afford to buy the average home. And, and that's just crazy. So um, although the average income or median income of a millennial there is almost $63,000. So great income out there, obviously, but that income still is not enough to buy a home. So uh, you're going to be looking at renting or, um, you know, younger millennials, I'm sure that they're looking at maybe, you know, combining households to, to get a home or something like that. So they're not moving there because of the homes. They're moving there because of the jobs and those opportunities. So it's uh, San Diego is actually ranked 96th uh, for affordability uh, in the United States. So, so not very high for affordability. Kind of interesting. And, um, you know, same, I think, with Los Angeles. Um, there's very few that are going to be able to buy homes out there as well. So I think they're, they're moving there for climate and, and, and job opportunities, not necessarily for the housing situation. <clears throat> so... Earlier, I mentioned Ohio as one of the cities, and I was wondering why that one was um, up on the list so high. But the reason it was is that it's one of the most affordable metro areas for millennials to own a home. And uh, 56% of the new residents that moved into Ohio were millennial, and uh, and 54% of them actually could afford to buy that home out there, so a typical home. So that kind of makes sense, you know, that, you know, again, with Madison, with Ohio, good job opportunity, available homes. So it just sort of depends on what they're looking for. You know, if you're a millennial and you're looking for for a place to live that you can afford and a, a decent work environment uh, in a nice city, you know, Ohio and Madison are great for those. And if you're looking more for the weather um, or maybe some tech jobs, you know, San Diego, Los Angeles are definitely areas that you can move to, but don't expect to get, um, you know, good housing out there. So one other thing that came up in the study that I thought was really interesting and it kind of really surprised me is you think of some of the, the areas that I mentioned, you know, you've got East Coast, you got West Coast, you got some, some uh, you know, centrally located cities. Where's, where's the Floridas and the Texas, right? Those are huge cities. Those are very popular destinations. And the places the millennials were moving to the least were actually all in Florida, so Fort Myers, Palm Bay, Melbourne, Sarasota, Tampa, uh, among other cities, were some of the least that they moved to. And um, I can only attribute that to, you know, again, the, the affordability of homes there, um, also the probably lack of, of jobs and tech jobs in that sector. You know, you, you generally think of Florida as a little bit older population in general, and that, um, you know, a lot of people are going down there to retire. So I think there's probably a lot more jobs in the um, hospitality sort of industry and the service industry. And that's probably not an area of interest for millennials from an employment standpoint. Certainly, weather and other factors are, are definitely um, interesting for them, but uh, I don't think the job opportunity is there for them. Um, to to make them move out there. And then the other one that was kind of a surprise was Texas. Um, for some reason, millennials are not moving or 
flooding out to Texas. Um, it was the number 39 destination. And um, only 10% of the people could afford a home out there. So that, that could be why, because affordability is, is still a concern and there isn't enough other um, you know, things to draw them there or strong jobs of interest to draw them there, such as what you might find in, say, San Diego or Los Angeles. Even though those areas have less affordability than Texas, you know, there, there isn't anything compelling there, maybe some decent weather uh, for them to move there. So I thought that was pretty interesting and, uh, you know, just just shows that you can't necessarily group millennials into one whole category and say they all want, you know, to, to not own a home and they all want just to entertain themselves and have walkability. Because when you look at this study, there's definitely a split and you're seeing some going to cities um, because they're good business decisions or good financial decisions for them and their family. And then you're seeing some going for, um, you know, job opportunities and others just going because it's a great, you know, it's a great climate or a great place to live and they'll, they'll deal with the housing as they get older. So pretty interesting stuff here. And, you know, again, like I said, you know, seeing people classify a group um, just because, you know, certain preferences that have been thrown out there, it's not really completely accurate. And, uh, you know, we, we, everyone thinks they understand millennial buyers. And, I, I, you know, this study shows that maybe we don't, that they are quite a bit of different segments and groups and how they think and act. And it is a large portion of the buyers out there and we have to uh, be able to accurately give them information so that they make a good decision and give you know you know look at these opportunities make sure that cities that you live near or work in that they're creating opportunities and they have places um, not only for affordable housing but job opportunities so that uh, we can we can continue to grow the economy and continue to improve the area around it and, and bring in some of these millennials because they, they bring in talent, they bring in, you know, positive tax revenue for the municipality. And we need to attract that young talent because uh, as our workforce ages out, as those baby boomers retire, we need to replace them. And uh, they're not going to be replaced necessarily with Gen Xers, they're going to be replaced with millennials. And uh, it's important that uh, cities get ready for that so that we can uh, we can house them and bring them bring them along and uh, fill those jobs as we need them. So I hope you found some of the analysis of this story interesting. I, I thought it was fascinating um, to see what you know millennials are doing and some of their buying patterns and certainly shocking some of the cities that popped up on the list and uh, that they, they are very different. So uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast and the information that we had in it. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. You can go on to um, your Apple uh, app or on your Android, go to your podcast app, search for Home Building Hero and just click on the subscribe button and you'll be notified as soon as we drop new episodes and we have new ones coming out every monday wednesday and friday so i want to thank you guys so much for your support and in addition if you guys want to reach out at all if you have questions or comments please feel free to reach me you can get me uh two different ways on email and the email is homebuildinghero at yahoo.com again homebuildinghero at yahoo.com otherwise if you want to hit me up on twitter that is at building and then the little underscore like the lower hash mark hero so at building 
underscore hero and it's all lowercase you can message me on twitter as well and uh, be glad to uh, answer questions for you or uh, if you have any ideas for future podcasts certainly reach out i'd be glad to research that and cover that for you so thank you again for tuning into the home building hero and we'll talk to you all soon Thank you.